0: Are you ready, Flyer fans? It's a the, the Anthony Grant Show. And Presented by Bud Light and live from Frickers on Woodman Drive in Dayton. Tonight's show is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Premier Health is proud to be the official healthcare provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com sportsmed. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. The Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin.
1: Hey, welcome everyone to Prickers here on uh, Woodman Drive, your home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. And more importantly, your home of the Anthony Grant Show. We're here every Monday night uh, from 7 to 8. Talk a little Dayton Flyer basketball. Uh, But then again, we'll not be here Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. All right folks, spend time with your families and do, <laughs> do something like that. But uh, you know what? It, it was a a big week in Dayton basketball this past week. A couple of games and uh, a win and a loss. But uh, lessons learned. Uh, I think this Dayton basketball team is starting to flesh out who they are to you, the fans, and certainly they are to the coaches. The Flyers beat Detroit Mercy uh, 98-59 on Tuesday. They went on the road and played at the number eight team in the nation, the Auburn Tigers, and uh, fell on the road, uh, eighty-two we'll, we'll, seventy-two. We'll get into all the intricacies of that, but uh, coach, in uh, you know, just looking back at the at the week, um, th- those were two games that, you know, th- the Detroit Mercy game was big because you had to impose your will on a team that was coming into your arena, and then you had to go on the road in a tough game. Uh, come away with a split, not too bad.
2: Well, you know, um, for us, it, it, it's more about we take each game individually. You know, and for the, the Detroit game, we were really concerned. Obviously, they were coming off of a loss uh, at Akron before our game and uh, had the nation's second-leading scorer on their team and, and some guys that could really shoot it. And I thought our guys did a really good job of focusing in and, and understanding that it was really important for us to protect home court and try to get that win. And I, I thought we did a good job from start to finish. Uh, doing what we needed to do to be able to preserve the win. And then you go on the road against the number eight team in the country, first true road game. And it was a different challenge for our guys just in terms of trying to get mentally and physically prepared for what we we're going to do. And, you know, you know, going into a game like that, as, as, as talented as they are, uh, they presented problems on both sides. Obviously, from an offensive standpoint, they have a lot of
0: 1290 and News 95.7 W.H.I.O. Is- I'm King. Today I speaketh on behalf of Bud Light and the most sacred of traditions, the Tailgate. In my days as a collegiate liege, I hosted the very first tailgate in Yon Woods. We didn't have coolers or sports. We were basically just in the woods. But we had Bud Light, so a tailgate it was. Anyway, I invite you to continue my legacy and enjoy Bud Light courtesy of me at your tailgate. Also courtesy of me. Dilly dilly. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light beer AB St. Louis, Missouri. We've got 50 boneless wings.
3: For you to carry out And if gift cards are your pleasure A Frickin' bonus you will treasure At Frickers
4: Your
0: heart will grow three sizes larger When you buy a $25 Frickers gift card
3: You'll receive five bonus bucks free Enjoy 50 boneless Frickin' chicken wings For only $29.99 Carry out only
0: Merry Christmas from Frickers Merry Frickers
5: Clouds continue to break as we head through the evening, but remaining chilly will be falling back through the 20s. Some areas of patchy fog are still possible into the night. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vridags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: You're listening to the Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen.
1: And welcome back. We were under the assumption that you were listening to the Anthony Grant Show uh, here on WHIO. We are here at Frickers, your home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. And uh coach is with us here, Anthony Grant. And we've been talking about the week that was in Dayton basketball. We'll look, take a look at the week that will be uh, coming up. At, uh, the Flyers had a very solid win over Detroit Mercy on uh, Tuesday. And then uh, a loss on the road at the number eight team in the nation. Uh, Auburn on Saturday, and uh, I I can't remember the question I asked before, so we'll just move on. Uh, Okay, so as a coach, you're playing the number 25 team at home, Mississippi State. A week later, you're going to play Auburn on the road, and you have Detroit Mercy in the middle. Um, People call these trap games. They they have all kinds of cliches for whatever it is, but really what it boils down to – is a team not focusing on the business at hand. How do you feel about what your guys did in dealing with the business at hand?
2: Well, you know, I I don't think it was very difficult for our guys. We were coming off of three losses in a row, you know, and uh, our guys understood that we had an opportunity at home against a very talented Mississippi State uh, team. And, you know, you're up seven with uh, about four or five to play, and uh, we didn't finish the game the way we needed to finish it. And so we had an opportunity to – to get a win against a a talented Detroit team coming in and we needed to focus and do what we needed to do. And I thought our guys responded to that message and and the opportunity very well and we were able to get the win.
1: Starts and finishes. I know that's a big thing for you. And on Tuesday, starts and finishes, you nailed it.
2: Yeah, I thought our guys did a really good job. Uh, You know, right right from the start, I thought we set the tone defensively from the beginning and, you know, we knew they would come in and and shoot a lot of threes. I think – Maybe seven of the first nine or ten shots were, were threes. Um, did a pretty good job. I think they're able to get one or two buckets off of second shots. Uh, uh, offensive rebounds, they kicked out and got threes off of. But for the most part, we did a pretty good job. And then closed the half well. The second half with a 20 point lead, the challenge was, challenge was to come out and maintain our intensity and focus on the things that we needed to do, uh, and worry about Dayton, not not so much worry about Detroit. And I thought our guys responded well and. Uh, The second half, I thought we played, you know, pretty well and and ended up, I think, with a 20-point win in the second half as well.
1: It was a record-setting night for the Flyers, if you did not know. Um, Twelve team dunks, which is a record. Eight by Obi Toppin, which is a record. I mean, those are, I guess, from a coach, that's style points. But then again, it really was the way in which you attacked their zone. I mean – you went over top of it, and you succeeded.
2: Yeah, you know, I, th- I thought uh, our guys did a really good job of sharing the basketball. We had 30 assists in the game. I think on 30, 38 field goals. Um, you know, and the guys, the guys did a great job of of moving the ball, hitting the open guy, and guys did a great job of finishing plays when the opportunity presented itself.
1: All right. So then you go to you go to you go down to Auburn. and we, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, I think when we were on the air. Um, maybe not, but, 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 but back to what, what we talked about and, and, and you were going up against the team that, um, the tops of the nation in turning people over. And I thought the first five minutes of the game, your team didn't pass the eyeball test. They, they, they looked, they looked overmatched after that next 35 minutes. They didn't.
2: Yeah. You know, it, it was, it was a game of spurts, um, they came out, and, and, and as you mentioned earlier, they, they, they hit us in the mouth right away, and, and uh, you know, our guys had to respond. I thought our guys did a pretty good job of maintaining their composure of staying together and understanding that uh, we needed to just execute better, needed to attack them better, and as the game wore on, I thought we were able to do that more consistently. We had 23 turnovers in the game, 16 in the first half, and that contributed to the, the deficit that we had going into halftime. Uh, in the second half, we had seven turnovers, but I felt like we we were able to settle down a little bit, and we were able to cut the lead. I think to to six points at one point in the second half, and give them credit they 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 stepped up and made some big time shots and extended the lead, and we weren't able to uh, to recover from that.
1: You and I talked right before the game about um, shooting the basketball, and and I asked you point blank, can this Dayton team be a better shooting team than it's shown so far? And you, you, said I think they can, and lo and behold, they did.
2: Well, I, I think it's all—it all comes down to, to getting our shots. Is what we call it, and, and the, the quality shots. When we when we take open looks, I think last year we were really efficient from, from the from, from two point range in terms of the uh, the shots that we that we selected and then and, and the ones that our guys were able to, to finish. We're we're pretty good this year, but I think uh, the three point line is is uh, I think what you were referencing. For us, it's more about are we getting uncontested threes or are we getting highly contested threes? And Obviously, the the easy answer is you want to get uncontested. Sometimes the defense has a lot to do with that. But I thought uh, in the game against Auburn, when we moved the ball, made the extra pass, and we got good looks, and they were in rhythm, our guys were able to knock them down.
1: Maybe this next question actually touches upon that, but it definitely touches upon the fact that you rebounded the ball so well against Auburn. Um, I'm a Dayton fan, okay? I'm a fan. I'm a fan of your guys. I, I I love these kids. But coming into this season, the one thing I questioned about them, were they tough? And I thought they showed some toughness at, at Auburn.
2: Yeah, you know, I think we ended up out-rebounding Auburn by 10. And uh, going into the game, we had – Several concerns when you look at, you know, what the problems that they that they posed. But uh, one of them was obviously the turnovers. Uh, we didn't pass that test. We had 23 turnovers in the game. Uh, another major factor for us was being able to keep them off the glass. They were generating, I think, 16 offensive rebounds a game for, I think, about 20, 20 points. So between turning people over and creating easy baskets and generating second shots, they were getting about 45 points a game which is phenomenal. I think it probably is tops in, in the country in terms of being able to generate points off of those two stats. So, uh, we did a pretty good job of limiting their opportunities. I think they still may have gotten 10 or 11, uh, but we were able to get, I think, 14 in the game. and and uh, So, that was uh, you know an area for us that was a, a focus and I thought the guys did a pretty good job of it.
1: And, and, and a lot of it was not necessarily athleticism. Although, I mean, Trey jumped over a lot of, t- above a people a lot of t- times. But I mean, just just digging in there, digging yeah, well,
2: it out. Well, 50-50 balls. You know, anytime you you shoot, we always say long shots lead to long rebounds. And some of those long rebounds are going to be 50-50 balls where they're bouncing up and somebody's got to go get it. And I thought our guys did a great job of pursuing and uh, putting themselves in position to try to come up with some of those balls. And I thought we did.
1: All right, Dayton Flyers are going to head into finals this week. Um, they've got tests coming up uh, through Thursday, actually. And then uh, a road game. Although it's a neutral site at the uh, Mohican uh, Sun Resort in Uncasville, Connecticut, against Tulsa. A very good team, which we'll talk about as we continue. It is the Anthony Grant Show, and we are live here at Frickers on Woodman Drive.
0: The Anthony Grant Show, live from Frickers on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
6: Now the three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. Cops still investigating after a man finds a woman dead in his spare bedroom. A Dayton man is facing a murder charge after he confesses to hospital staff that he stabbed someone. And a Russian woman accused of illegal political activity in the U.S. has a plea agreement meeting. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News.
0: Did you know that in Dayton there is a financial and strategic advisory firm that provides both advice and execution for their clients? It's true, and they're in their second decade of serving the Miami Valley. They are MLA Companies, and you can find out more about them at mlacompanies.com or by calling 937 222 3622. Make sure to ask about their trademark value implementation process. MLA companies, financial wisdom, transformative action, trusted advisors. Maytag and Logan Master Appliance will help you stand up to messes with a Maytag brand kitchen suite that's engineered to resist fingerprints, so stainless steel keeps looking stainless. The easy-to-clean, fingerprint-resistant stainless steel finish keeps your kitchen looking as good on the outside as it works on the inside. See store for full details and qualified models. Logan Master Appliance. When service matters, call the masters.
3: Adults 50 years of age or better, you have an exciting way to learn about a broad variety of topics. The Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton, offering fall, winter, and spring seminar series that meets weekly. Choose from seminars such as Earth's Environment, Past, Present, and Future, Adventure Travel 2019, Beginning Guitar Workshop, Legacy Writing, and more. All offering an intellectually stimulating yet informal non-competitive environment. Call 229-2347 to register or learn more.
5: For this evening, we're looking at some chilly temperatures falling through the 20s with a few areas of patchy fog. As a result, watch out for a few isolated slick spots. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: You're listening to the Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen.
1: Hey, we are back here at Fricker's on Woodman Drive, uh, your home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Uh, When you think about uh, Christmas gifts, uh, Fricker's gift cards are great. Also, uh, you want to watch bowl games over the holiday season. It's a great place to come to, and obviously a great place to come on Monday nights for the Anthony Grant Show. And someone is celebrating a birthday here tonight. John Raponi, a Flyer fan extraordinaire, and his son, John are both celebrating birthdays tonight. That right? I mean, that's, oh. I mean, that's Happy a birthday. real flyer fan. If you say it's my birthday and this is how I want to celebrate it. I want to go to the Anthony Grant <laughs> show and John and, and John, and John thanks for coming out tonight.
2: Happy birthday guys.
1: Bud Light Mike available for the folks here at Frickers and Tom step on up. You got a question for coach.
7: C- coach. We, we turned the ball over quite a bit against Auburn. Uh, we did i we, saw, we we looped the ball a little bit and passes and against a team that's that athletic and strong can't do stuff like that and and uh, how, how do you how do you get better at throwing passes yeah
2: it's a great question hey, so how do you get
7: stronger i guess too yeah
2: you? so what we try to do with every game is is we'll we'll break down offensively and defensively things we did well and things that we didn't do well and things more importantly things that we feel like we can improve upon and We'll challenge our guys either through film or through what we do on the court with our practice to, to try to improve in certain areas. So that's an area for us, obviously. Some of the turnovers were forced. Some of them were unforced in terms of we made the error uh, on our own in terms of not, not anything that Auburn necessarily did or didn't do that that caused the uh, that caused the turnover. So we'll we'll evaluate that. You know, this is a big week for our guys with finals, but we'll try to find some time here this week to go over some of that, and the, what you just talked about is, a, is an area that we, we're going to address. Uh, I think it was—it was, it was uh, you know, I, I'm going to say almost half of those turnovers that we had were were more on us than it was on on Auburn, just in terms of us not not doing the things that we that we've talked about, that we know we need to do. So sometimes you can learn just through watching, and uh, you know, so we'll do both. We'll watch it, and then once we get back to the court after there they're done with their finals well that's something i think we have to work on because we may not see a team uh as 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 good as auburn is at at forcing those turnovers but we're going to see pressure throughout the year so we've got to be able to handle it better
7: coach i thought uh, ob Toppin had a terrific game i thought he was solid just about every uh you know type of play and and uh he just seems to be getting better and better
2: yeah, Obi, Obi, as a freshman, you know, like any freshman that's going to go through growing growing pains where he's got to learn, uh, again, both offensively and defensively um, how to put himself in position to play those strengths. But as a freshman, I think the thing you, you really appreciate about Obi is he brings energy and effort uh, every single day. He's got a, a great attitude in terms of his approach to the game. And, you know, with that, you just continue to get better. Thanks, Coach.
1: Following up on what Tom said, uh, as far as a freshman learning, and getting better, Uh, I thought Dwayne Cohill came in and acquitted himself well, and granted he made two really bad turnovers, which hurt the cause at that time, but for him to make those mistakes, and then, like you say, be a teachable moment moving forward, how important is that?
2: Really important, you know, and there's no substitute for experience, so for, for Obi, for Dwayne, for Frankie, uh, those guys going through their first experience of college basketball. Every experience is going to be a brand new first for them. So, you know, they've got to go through that, and sometimes it's it's hard lessons uh, in the in the in the short term in terms of the impact that it could have on uh, individual play, momentum. Uh, you know, obviously the opportunity to win. Uh, but you know, those guys will be really important for us as we move forward. So, uh, this this is a a very important time for all of them to to learn those lessons and uh, I thought Dwayne came out and it was great to see him be as aggressive as he was uh, both offensively and defensively and uh, the mistakes that you're talking about there you know obviously uh, they were loud because they were you know right right uh, at a point in the second half where we, we really needed to take care of the basketball they they switched to zone, and they were going back and forth as own man so I think Dwayne uh, was trying to get the ball to Jalen or trying to run offense and, and not understanding that hey you know we've got to take what they give us instead of not necessarily try to run exactly what we what we said we wanted to run the defense is trying to take something away we have to be able to make the next right play so he'll learn that
1: to Dwayne's credit he threw it to a Dayton Flyer because the one pass he threw to Brooks Hall who was working the game with me on the radio who is a Dayton Flyer wow. but but he's not you know he's not eligible and he was not in the game. But at least it was the right. I'll
2: make sure I tell Dwayne you said that.
1: It was the right <laughs> color jersey, <laughs> and the right. <laughs> the, the, the intentions were good. There you, good. Know, there you um, know, and and, 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 and getting in getting back to that, you know, the game, the game, the the ebb and flow of the game. I I, I thought uh, you, you saw opportunities to play guys. And, and to play them in situations where it was uncomfortable. I don't know that anyone can walk off that floor and say at any point in time that they felt comfortable. How important is that?
2: Well, that's the season, you know, that, and especially, you know, uh, as we mentioned earlier for our young guys that haven't been through that before. Uh, you know, that's what it's going to be like anytime, anytime you go on the road, any, anytime you're playing away from home. And, you know, we're very fortunate, and I tell the guys all the time, we're blessed to have an unbelievable fan base, what you guys provide for us every home game. You know, most people don't get a chance to see that. And Sometimes you can get spoiled, you know, with that type of support. So when we go on the road, it's a different, different uh, approach, different, a different, uh, different vibe for our guys, and they've got to be able to, to do what they did the other day. They've got to understand that any time you're, you're on the road that you've got to stay together, you've got to fight for each other, you've got you to support each other, and, you know, no matter what's going on, uh, during that time, you've got to stay together. And I thought we did a pretty good job of that. Obviously, um, you know, we made our mistakes. Um, Auburn had a lot to do with that. They're, they're a really, very talented team, very good team. But I think th- through it all, at the end of the day, uh, I was proud of our guys' ability to to be able to continue fighting, continue to put themselves in position where we had opportunities.
1: I, I, I count I count three times. Maybe it might have been more that this team could have just absolutely folded.
2: Well, there was probably three or four um, runs that Auburn had in the game. I think that, that lesser lesser character or lesser uh, united teams could have folded, but our guys, uh, they stayed all the way through and stayed together and gave ourselves a chance. All
1: right, Dayton Flyers uh, will now focus their attention on academics. And, folks, this is not lip service. This is the real deal. And it's going to happen uh, tomorrow. Through, well, today actually started today, and it'll happen through Thursday, uh, final exam week, and then there's Tulsa coming up on Sunday. We'll talk about that when we continue. It's the Anthony Grant Show. We're live at Rickers, on Women Drive. This is the station Dayton
0: turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. End
6: on it. It's 7 30. I'm Dave Daniels. Here are the three big things you need to know this hour cops still investigating after a man finds a woman dead in his spare bedroom. A Dayton man facing a murder charge after he confesses to hospital staff that he stabbed someone. And our top story a Russian woman accused of illegal political activity in the U.S. has a plea agreement meeting Wednesday.
5: A cold night followed by a warm up ahead. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags. I'll show you just how warm it'll get.
6: Now WHIO, triple team traffic, no accidents or delays to tell you about this hour. Looking good on your Miami Valley roadways. If you're headed southbound on 675 now from 70 to 35, that 13-mile drive will take you about 12 minutes. Our top story.
0: Reporting from our nation's capital, Jamie Dupree 2.0.
6: A Russian woman accused of illegal political activity in the U.S. will have a plea agreement hearing Wednesday
3: afternoon. In new court papers filed this morning, the feds and lawyers for 29-year-old Maria Butina have asked a judge to schedule a plea hearing. In jail since being arrested in July, Butina was originally charged with illegal political activities in the U.S., allegedly doing covert work possibly on behalf of Russian intelligence and with ties to the National Rifle Association.
6: Jamie Dupree has the latest on his blog at WHIO.com. Piqua cops are searching for two men after they say one man fired shots at the other behind the Walmart this afternoon.
4: Two guys were inside Walmart. They apparently left in a car together, then came back a short time later behind the store. One of them got out and something happened where the guy outside the car ended up firing shots, police say, towards that car as that car was driving away. At-
6: WHIO's Sean Cudahy says there were no injuries. Cops are still investigating after a man claims he found a woman's body in his spare bedroom and says he doesn't know who she is or how she got there.
4: The Montgomery County Coroner's Office has since identified that woman as 41-year-old Brandy Grooms of Brookville. The man reportedly found Grooms' body in his Speece Avenue home on Saturday.
6: News Center 7's Letitia Perry says an autopsy is completed, but the Montgomery County Coroner's Office says they have not determined a cause or manner of death.
4: <laughs>
0: With local news every 15 minutes. This is WHIO continuing news.
6: Dayton cops saying Laron Cunningham has been arrested on a preliminary charge of murder. Cunningham reportedly told a worker at Grandview Hospital that he had stabbed Michael Owen early Sunday morning at the Wilkinson Plaza Apartments on West 5th Street. Cops responded and found the body. Cunningham was arrested about four hours later. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall bright
5: Seeing some clearing in spots as we head through the evening, that being said, some areas are still dealing with some patchy fog. That chance for fog will continue into the night, so isolated slick spots are possible, especially on bridges and overpasses, as temperatures will fall to the upper teens. For your day tomorrow, mostly sunny skies, a chilly and breezy day. 39 degrees are expected high, but with the winds, it will feel more like the 20s. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
6: Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar, a few clouds still hanging around the Miami Valley. It is 19 degrees in Pickwood, 23 degrees in Springfield, and 24 degrees in Dayton at 733. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO
1: Continuing News. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. Looking forward to an amazing trip this summer, YMT Vacation's 10-day tour of Greece and her islands. On June 19th, we fly to Athens where we visit the Parthenon and the Acropolis with lots of time to take in the wonderful food, music, and culture. Then it's on to the islands of Mykonos and Santorini with a natural beauty and gorgeous beaches. Now space is filling up, but there's still time for you to reserve your spot. A Christmas gift to each other, celebrate a retirement, or just treat yourself to a trip of a lifetime. Price for this fully guided tour, which includes the tour, hotels, breakfast, some dinners, airfare, taxes and fees, is thirty-three twenty-nine. dollars after a $250 per person savings by booking now. So call YMT Vacations at 800-716-1757. That's 800-716-1757. Don't miss out on a chance to celebrate with your fellow WHIO listeners, and I look forward to seeing you this summer in Greece. Veterans Michelle Scott, Carl Blake, and Jesse Graham.
3: I was an unemployed veteran. I served because it was always my dream. September 11th happened my senior year. I wanted to serve my country.
6: After injury, I felt scared, worried, concerned. I was newly married. Didn't really know what was going to
3: happen next. I just remember sitting there trying to move my legs. I lost my job, then I lost my house. I had to start over. First person I saw after my wife
6: when I was a new injury was a a Paralyzed Veterans of America member. The second person I saw was a service officer for our organization. The Paralyzed Veterans of America, they gave me the outlet to find a career now. They focus on the accessibility for our lives. They helped me get to a point where I'm at now, where I can have a job, have a family, be a part of society and live life the way I want to live life. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed
0: Veterans of America. Now, gardening advice from Garden Talk's very own Mark Weber.
7: The season to prune your tree is now. In fact, the month of December is the welcoming of winter, and the winter season is the ideal time to have your trees assessed, in many cases, your trees pruned. In fact, species like oak should only be pruned in the winter season to reduce the issue called oak wilt disease. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, don't ever take the risk of not having your trees inspected and and, and and prepared and and worked other than by a person that's an ISA certified arborist. It's an International Society of Aboriculture Certified Arborist. You can find your certified arborist at a website called treesaregood.org. And keep in mind that your certified arborist should also be able to provide you proof that they are a certified arborist as well. This has been a Garden Talk Minute on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen.
1: Hey, welcome back here to Frickers on Woodman Drive, your home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. And it's looking very festive here. I mean, they've got the... uh, Christmas decorations up. Uh, It's a great place to come. Uh, Your your Frickers gift cards are a great Christmas gift. And we'll be here for one more week. We're here next week. And then we're not going to be here Christmas Eve. Go figure. We're not going to be here New Year's Eve. All right? So spend time with your families over the holidays. But we do thank uh, the folks here at Frickers who came out here on this Monday night, as well as uh, wherever you are tonight in Flyer Nation. And while you are enjoying a a Monday night, there are some Dayton students who are not enjoying their Monday night (laughs) because they've got final exams tomorrow. They had some today. They've got some more tomorrow. And, and, and Coach, this is a big week for your players, and I'm not talking about Tulsa. Uh, It's a big week for your players. And as someone who holds a diploma – from the University of Dayton, do you well, maybe put a little extra pressure on these guys to make sure that they uphold the validity of that <laughs> diploma and get their work done academically?
2: Well, you know, I, I think like 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 we always talk about with basketball. I don't I don't think it's really any different. You know, if, if you're going to start your preparations and. And what you need to do the week of finals is a little too late, you know. So I, I think uh, you know our guys have done a really good job all semester of taking care of their business in the classroom, and you know for me it, it, that's a part of us preparing uh, to win, you know. Because if I if, if their if their uh, focus, if their uh, ability to to come in on the court is not if I don't have their full attention because they're worried about something that they didn't do that they were supposed to do last week or last month, that's going to take away from their ability to be as good as they can be on the course. So the thing that we try to do, and um, we've got an unbelievable staff of people that help there, our GAs, our coaches, uh, Beth and Jen, our academic staff. They do an unbelievable job of making sure not only that our guys are, are, are in position to do well, but making sure that, that we're all – on the same page in terms of what's coming up and what needs to happen. So I think for our guys, and we emphasize this throughout the throughout the year, but last week, you know, make sure you do your work early in terms of your preparations for what's coming up this week. Let's not wait, and wait until the last minute before we start to prepare and cram for what we need to do. So my hope is that they heeded that advice, and I think they did. Um, uh, I know uh, some of our guys came in today. They have papers due. They have – uh, end of semester projects that are due and some of them are preparing for tests and, and uh, there's a lot on their plate, but they seem to be on top of it. And I know Beth and Jen do an unbelievable job of making sure they're prepared.
1: I could ask any coach in the nation uh, the question about academics at this point in time, I'd probably get a five-second answer. Um, but I know, I, I know for a fact, because I've talked to, to Beth Flack your academic advisor, how important academics are to you. Um, at, is this part of your message when you are recruiting? How do you talk about ac- academics when you're when you're talking to a young man about playing basketball for the University of Dayton?
2: Without question, you know. And, and listen, every every player that we have has aspirations to play the game as long as they can. You know, obviously to play professionally or just to to play basketball for a living. You know, but. The truth of the matter is not all of them will have that opportunity, and everybody, uh, unfortunately, is an injury away from things changing drastically in terms of the outlook for, for making money playing the game. But the one thing, you know, my dad told me this when I was a youngster that, you know, the thing that nobody can ever take away from you is your education. You know, and uh, you use basketball, you don't let basketball use you. So, uh, like I, I'll tell the every recruit, you know, when, when we go into a home, is that if you're at the University of Dayton, uh, for four years and you walk out of here with a, without a degree, I've done you a disservice. So my obligation and my promise to you and your family is that we're going to do everything we can to make sure that you're, you're doing what you need to do uh, to be able to, to walk out of here with a degree. And obviously, at the end of the day, it's on the individual uh, and we try to recruit guys that that's important to them, that they, they want to come in and take advantage of uh, the opportunity to get a degree from, uh, from our university.
1: I don't want you to name any specific individuals, but have you been in a recruiting situation, whether it was here at the University of Dayton or or at any other time in your career, where you thought this young man doesn't want to hear the academic message, that in your mind you said, no, no. Then if that's how you are, then we're not going to go any further than this.
2: Well, I mean, you, you have different situations that come up, whether it's in a home visit or, or just, uh, you know, when you, when you do your due diligence and you, you make your phone calls and you find out, you know, about different situations where you've got to make a decision. Does, is this the right fit for the young man in terms of the situation and the expectations walking in the door here or wherever you are? And is it the right fit for our program in terms of our ability to depend and rely on this individual to do what they need to do either academically, athletically, socially, or whatever it is. So those situations always come up. And at the end of the day, you know, what we do is not for everybody. And I tell kids that all the time. We're going to do it a certain way and there's certain expectations that come with the opportunity to put that uniform on. And one of those is taking care of your business in the classroom.
1: Does that feed into the whole – I mean, and, and, and we've talked about this a lot, and, and people are picking up on this, people that don't even have a dog in the fight, people that are not Dayton basketball fans – or just our casual observers of the program, when they see this team, they see the unity, they see their type, they see they like each other, is is, is that a piece in that puzzle that they're on the same page together as teammates, as as students, as student athletes, and, and as students at the University well, that, of that's,
2: that's what you hope for, yeah. I mean, that's part of the culture that you try to create uh, and, and foster on your team, and I think it's also uh, – Kind of tradition you know when you when you see your teammates the guys that are the the veterans on your team uh you know like a a josh cunningham who's in position to graduate or a ryan mike sell or you know some of our older guys that take care of their business in the classroom and and make make it known that it's important that they do that and they take pride in that i think it trickles down to your young guys when they come in and they see okay hey this is what we do here this is how we do it here so i think that's that's a part of your culture and identity as well
1: all right, uh, this is the Anthony Grant Show here at uh, Frickers on Woodman Drive, and uh, Dayton's got a, uh, a game coming up Sunday after final exams against a very good Tulsa team. We'll talk about that. And also, do you realize that the best basketball player uh, that was at the game on Saturday night between Dayton and Auburn wasn't in, even in uniform? We'll tell you about that and we continue. It's the Anthony Grant Show here on the home of the Flyers.
0: The Anthony Grant Show, live from Frickers on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
6: Now the three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. Cops still investigating after a man finds a woman dead in his spare bedroom over the weekend. The victim of a deadly pedestrian crash on 741 over the weekend is identified and President Trump meeting with Democrat leaders Tuesday in hopes of avoiding a government shutdown. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News. As we all know,
0: life can bring about many challenges. Fortunately, some you can expect and plan for. By joining the McAfee Comfort Club, we can find many problems before they happen. And for the moment you're caught off guard, Our Emergency Priority Service restores your comfort quickly. Any season, any time. McAfee. At McAfee, we believe in supporting and reinvesting in our community. Through scholarships, local charities, and even on the sports fields, we're always working with you in mind. Any season, any time.
3: McAfee.
4: WHO's Chris Hartley with some fun events for you this weekend here in the Miami Valley. Scene 75 is going to be hosting their Breakfast with Santa. It's going to be on Saturday. It's going to begin around 8 a.m. and run through 11. You can expect a buffet-style breakfast as Santa walks around and visits with each child and poses for pictures. A Carillon Christmas at Carillon Park is now open seven days a week. It's going to be from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. You expect thousands of Christmas lights, traditional holiday fairs, Santa Claus, live music, craft demonstrations, and train rides. The Ohio Valley British Brass Band's going to be holding their holiday concert in Springboro. It's going to be at the St. Mary of Assumption Parish. That's on Yankee Road. The show's going to begin at 7 p.m. on Saturday. And a Charlie Brown Christmas is going to be happening over at the Blair Hall Theater. That's at the Sinclair Community College. December 13th through the 16th. The students of the theater program is going to be putting on the show. Children of all ages are welcome. Getting you out into the Miami Valley this weekend. I'm Chris Hartley, AM 1290 and News 957, WHIO.
3: Hey, at our startup, my team and I move at the speed of tech 24-7. And every single day, it's information overload. It's coming at me from all directions. And you know what? Bottom line, I just need the news that matters. So where do I turn? Local radio and TV. I want to hear from people who live and work in my town. They give me the real story, with information I know I can rely on. So where else can I find out what's happening in my community? weather and traffic, things that affect my family and my business. I want to stay informed by sources I trust, my local radio and TV stations, for the best entertainment, sports, news, traffic, and weather with no agenda and more reliable than other platforms. So if you ask me for the information I want anytime, anywhere, I stay local. Support your local station. Text RADIO to 52886 today. Furnished by the NAB and this station. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out.
5: For this evening, we're looking at some chilly temperatures falling through the 20s with a few areas of patchy fog. As a result, watch out for a few isolated slick spots. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: You're listening to the Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen.
1: Hey, welcome back here to Frickers on uh, Woodman Drive, your home of fun, food, sports, and spirits, your home of the Anthony Grant Show here. Every Monday night, uh, 7-8, we talk a little Dayton Flyer basketball. Dayton Flyers uh, heading into final exams this week. Uh, It began today. It will continue through Thursday, and then uh, Flyers have a game uh, on the road, a neutral site game against Tulsa Sunday at the Mohegan Sun uh, Casino and Resort in Uncasville, Connecticut. It's got a, uh, uh, an email from uh, Mike Mulcahy, your, uh, your, your, your trainer who handles the travel arrangements. Apparently, the hotel is sold out. So there's going to be a big crowd uh, this weekend f- uh, for those games. Um, let's talk a little bit about just the dynamics of this week moving forward, because I know you are very cognizant and very, um, concerned about your players and, and, and their, their academics. So what do you do? How do you handle the schedule this week?
2: Well, the, the, beginning part of the week will be strictly academics. You know, they'll, they'll be able to get in the gym on a voluntary basis, get some shots in or little workouts to, to kind of ease the stress of, of all the preparations they have, uh, uh, but for the most part, uh, today, tomorrow, Wednesday will be uh, just primarily taking care of what they need to take care of academically. We'll get back on the court for practice toward the end of the week, Thursday, uh, and get prepared for our, for our game on Sunday.
1: Does that then start a a portion of your your year that would kind of rival the preseason, in which? maybe even better than the preseason because even in, in preseason in, in late September, October, they're going to class. You've now got guys who have, they don't have any class and you've got a chance to focus on basketball.
2: I call it the most wonderful time of the year.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, for a coach, you love it. You know, I'm not sure the players would agree with me, but, but certainly, yeah, you get a chance to really just kind of lock in and focus on the things that you've learned about yourself, the thing that you need, the things you need to work on to get better, and you know, obviously, uh, you know your game prep. And then, as we as we move toward uh, the conference season, uh, this is the time to to try to, you know, put some put some final touches on your preparations.
1: After the game on uh, on Saturday, and uh, disappointment would be the only way I could describe the mood. Um, I felt it. You felt it. Players felt it. Uh, fans felt it. It was assuaged a little bit, by I looked out and I saw an opportunity for for guys like uh, Jalen Crutcher and his family to, to to connect because, you know, he's he's now a little closer to home and they could make it to the game. And then, uh, you know, maybe the best basketball player in the gym that night was not dressed, up, dressed out. And that was Asia Wilson, who's the rookie of the year in the WNBA, who happens to be Josh Cunningham's girlfriend. Uh, and, and she was there to watch Josh along with her family. But uh, I, I just thought it was terrific just to see the guys connect with family and friends and girlfriends and, and, yeah. and, and all that after after that disappointment.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know, our, our, our guys, their families travel. You know, Ryan Mikesell's family drove uh, down. They were at the game. I, I think uh, Jordan Davis's family was there. Uh, uh, you mentioned Jalen, uh, Josh uh, – I think we had several, several guys with families. As much as they can, uh, they they try to make uh, as many games as possible. So uh, I think that's a that's a blessing, you know, when you when you're able to do that and have uh, have your loved ones there with you.
1: I don't want to single out Ryan's parents and make them parents of the year or anything. They didn't miss a game last year, and he didn't play. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they 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 were there every. I mean, they they went they traveled no and question. they were there.
2: No question. No question. I think that's. That's something that uh, you can't take for granted.
1: Well, the Dayton Flyers uh, heading into final exams this week, and they've got a game against a Tulsa team uh, coming up on uh, Sunday that should get your attention. All right? I'm, I'm pointing at the fans right now, for those of you uh, listening on radio. They can't see me gest- gesturing. But, um, I mean, they got your attention and, and, and the staff because they have put together a, a great record. They're 7-3, but – a week last week when they won over Oklahoma State, and then Saturday night they beat the number 12 team in the nation, Kansas State.
2: Yeah, they've had some good wins, and obviously uh, Frank Haith does a great job. I've known Frank for a long time. Uh, uh, He's been at a few different spots, University of Miami, Missouri, and the SEC, and then obviously now doing a great job at Tulsa. You know, his guys will play to his identity. They do a good job of mixing up their defenses. Uh, They've got, uh, from what I've seen right now, it looks like they've got pretty good depth uh, good versatility, so uh, you know we'll we'll start our preparations here over the next couple of days. Uh, you know, and uh, we'll have to play well. We we'll have to have to make sure that we're we're locked in where we need to be in terms of uh, what they do and what we need to do to get the win.
1: When you're at the University of Dayton, when you put together a non-conference schedule, a lot of it is just who's willing to play us. Okay, let's be honest. Uh, and yet, you've been able to put together, thanks to the exempt tournament down in the Bahamas. A variety of not just uh, I mean not just a quality of opponent across the board, but a variety of styles, and, and you're going to get something a little different than coming up on Sunday.
2: Well, I, th- I think it, it's really intentional. You know, uh, Neil Sullivan and Darren Hertz uh, on, on my staff. They 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 Darren uh, nonstop throughout the years, constantly. Like right now, he's 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 uh, in, in, in the works for next year's schedule, trying to make sure that we put ourselves in position. Where you know we got a chance to get in that large bid at the end of the day, and you know that's going to require us, you know, stepping out and playing some really tough competition. Obviously, you know, this year it was you know, the tournament in the Bahamas. Next year we'll be in Hawaii. Uh, I think it was just announced that you know we're playing Colorado next year as well. Uh, so we're we're in the process of trying to to make sure that we we, we need not, not only uh, challenge ourselves against different styles and different levels of competition, but also uh, you know, give our fans a schedule that'll be exciting for them to come out to home games to see. And, and again, like I said, put ourselves in position where we're tested and uh, we can we can earn that opportunity to, to, to get that postseason bid that we all want to be part of.
1: This uh, non-conference schedule may be as challenging as, as I can recall in, in recent years. And I'm sure you've had fans come up to you and say, you know, oh, wow, that, that's great. You, you went toe-to-toe. You held your own and all that. But... Do you sense that your players are just they are not satisfied with just holding their own?
2: Well, No, we, we, we can't be, you know, and obviously at the end of the day, um, you know, like we always talk about that, there's a scoreboard up there for a reason, and you're either going to be in the win column or the loss column. And, you know, unfortunately for us, we've come close, but we haven't been able to to get uh, those wins that, that we felt like we were close enough and, and, and more than capable of getting. But I think at the same time, We also understand that, you know, we've got opportunities in front of us like this Tulsa game coming up will be a huge game for us. And every game after that, they're they're all big games. And then, you know, we want to be as prepared as we can once we enter conference season uh, to put ourselves in position to play for a championship.
1: One of the positives that I took away, at least, from the the Auburn game was uh, something we talked about before the game, that Dayton had not really shown a great ability to shoot the ball. It had the ability – but it hadn't been demonstrated. You shot the ball well from the the three-point line, uh, certainly in that game. Uh, And was that more really – and and really was it more importantly how you you made your threes?
2: You know, for me, um, as long as we're taking good shots, as long as we're sharing the ball, obviously, you know, a big emphasis for us is obviously taking care of the ball. We didn't do a very good job of that the other day. you know, I, I think we're, we're, we're going to live with the results. And, uh, you know, I've got great confidence in our players' ability to, to make plays. And, you know, for us it, it'll be uh, – I think the thing that we can control is our effort, our energy, and uh, relying on our defensive principles and the things we need to do from a defensive standpoint to give us an opportunity. And, you know, on the nights where we're making shots and, and things are going, we got a chance to, to really have some, some – some big wins. And on the nights where we're not, we still put ourselves in position where we got a chance to win. All so right. That, that's how I look at it.
1: Well, right now the flyers can impact their grades. They've got final exams this week. They started today. They'll continue to Thursday. And then it is a chance to go on the road, uh, in a neutral site and to, to make some shots, to make some stops, to control the glass, take care of the basketball, all those things that add up to winning when they take on, the Tulsa Hurricane uh, in a 3:30 game on Sunday afternoon at the Mohegan Sun uh, Resort in Uncasville, Connecticut, part of the Hall of Fame Holiday Classic. We'll have all the action for you here on the Home of the Flyers, and then we'll be back here next Monday night. We'll talk about it then. The Anthony Grant Show here live at Frickers on Woodman Drive. On behalf of our crew here tonight, our engineer producer Griffin Getz, the coach, Anthony Grant. I'm Larry Hanskin. Have a great week, everyone. Go Flyers. Go Flyers.